This content was created purely for entertainment and informational purposes. The creators of this vlog do not endorse drinking and driving, debauchery, underage drinking, public intoxication, speeding, street racing or any other form of delinquency. I'm just a guy, with a drink, talking about cars. Please don't take this shit too seriously. Back once again, it's me, it's me, the killer bee, the fat man, the Africanized honeybee, the car guy blog 5 at gmail.com guy, at 05car on Twitter, at 05car on Instagram, at 05car on Facebook. The word zero, Z-E-R-O, the number five, five, the word car, C-A-R. Welcome to Cocktails and Crankshafts. This episode focuses on my attending the 2008 Rock Island Grand Prix, which is a go-kart road race. The background information gets a little bit dour because I was talking about some serious stuff about the downfall, the economic downfall of the Midwestern, you know, the quote-unquote Rust Belt or whatever. I hadn't mean to be quite so serious, but it does come off sounding very serious and depressing, and I apologize for that. Um, hopefully you can get through it because I think the information itself was pretty good. So enjoy. To understand the Rock Island Grand Prix, you first have to understand the Quad Cities. The Quad Cities is the largest metropolitan area on the Mississippi River between Minneapolis, St. Paul, and St. Louis. In a former life, it was an industrial hub of the Midwest. At points in the past, John Deere, Farmall, Case, International Harvester, and Caterpillar all had factories in the area. And during the 70s and 80s, uh, because of the changes in the agricultural business, uh, a lot of those companies left town. International Harvester's factory closed. Case IH, their Farmall tractor factory closed. John Deere cut its labor force by about half, and Caterpillar closed its factories in the area. So if you can imagine, here's this tough, gritty river town in the Midwest that had been fueled by people who took steel and iron and turned them into tractors and plows and combines and bulldozers. And its core industries, its economic base, just dried up and blew away. When that happened, a lot of the population left and the town or the towns that make up the Quad Cities region went through some tough times and eventually um, came out of that. So in the 90s, they really struggled and fought to grow the town and to add a new economic base. And for the most part, it worked. I moved to the area in 2005 and full disclosure, I work for one of the I worked for one of the employers, one of the major employers in town that could afford to pull talent and from across the U.S. and literally across the world in some cases. So economically, I was in a, in a good position when I moved there, but I could see the scars, even though things were different. Downtown had a brand new, couple of brand new shiny touristy areas, and some of the area golf courses had recently been refurbished. And there was a PGA event played locally. A lot of things had changed and gotten much better than they had been during the worst of the dark years. But you could still see a metropolitan area that was striving to draw people to it and coming up with ways to draw tourism dollars and visitors to the area. And I think the Rock Island Grand Prix grew out of that desire, that need to attract people to the area to spend money. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you think about it, the idea of a Labor Day weekend 
internationally renowned go-kart street race in, you know, I, I hate to phrase it this way, but podunk middle of nowhere Midwest America, um, it does seem like an idea that says, hey, Chamber of Commerce, let's get several thousand people to come to town this weekend and stay in hotels and eat in restaurants and spend a lot of money. That's what um, Chambers of Commerce and good civic boards and city councils do. They try to increase the economic outcomes of their metropolitan areas that they're responsible for by drawing people to that area. And so the Rock Island Grand Prix, I believe, grew out of something to that effect. By the time I attended the event in 2008, it had been around for 14 years. Although it wasn't run every year, there had been some legal issues and some weather issues that had, uh, you know, uh, canceled it a couple of times, but it was pretty much an established event by the time I came along and it had grown quite a bit. Um, one of the things that's interesting is that there had been a flood that year. Uh, that was, this event was August 31st of 2008. So May of that year, the Mississippi river had flooded pretty bad and, um, the flooding impacts different parts of the quad cities differently, depending on, uh, for instance, the Iowa side of the river, downtown Bettendorf and Davenport are right on the river, and they tend to flood pretty badly. Uh, the Illinois side of the river has a little bit more natural buffer, and also the riverfront area is slightly more elevated, so it doesn't flood as bad. But flooding tends to Im impact the economics of the area, and I think everybody was happy that the river had gone down and that even though summer was winding down, there was a lot of, um, I guess, optimism because it had been a tough spring. And, um, you know, following hard times, a lot of times people sort of relax and, and release that energy. And I think that summer and fall were just anticipated because the river had gone down and they had, you know, they had beat the, they had beat the mighty Mississippi again, so to speak. But the event, from a from a spectator point of view, the event was just incredible. Um, I had never seen anything like that before. My familiarity with go-karting is that um, it's something that rich kids do and people that eventually become uh, IndyCar and Formula One stars start out in go-karts at, uh, at an age where I was just barely riding a bicycle. So um, that's kind of my opinion on that. The fastest go-kart I've ever been on in my life uh, got up to a whopping 30 miles an hour and probably not quite that fast with my uh, large posterior sitting on it. But uh, <laughs> you'll, uh, you saw that little clip. That was me and some co-workers at a local track, actually, uh, just on the Iowa side of the river, not far from there. And that was just an annual uh, sort of you know team building thing that we would do. But as you saw, I was a little, um, I took it maybe a little more serious than I should have because um, that video where I nerfed that guy, um, that wasn't the only person I spun out or put in the grass that day. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and it's funny because at that point in my life, I had been on track in a real car a couple times. And I would never be so bold as to to trade paint with somebody in a real car. But for whatever reason, in a go-kart, I just felt like that was perfectly acceptable thing to do, which probably says something about my mentality more so than uh, anything else. But moving on, um, 
it was a good weekend, good weather, lots of people there. The tickets are free. It's, it's basically like a street festival. There's vendors and stuff down there, but to actually spectate the race is absolutely free. And I'd say the biggest thing that I noted was um, just the speed of these carts. And, you know, they're, they're a couple inches off the ground. You sit on one of these things, your butt is only a couple inches off the ground, literally. And, you know, a curb or a hay bale is a large object to you when you're that low to the ground and moving that fast. That's, just, that's serious stuff. And um, I didn't see any bad accidents. There were some uh, there were some accidents, but nothing that, uh, you know, nothing that people didn't walk away from. I didn't see any ambulances or paramedics that weekend, which is um, always a plus. But, you know, there were some pretty hard thumps into hay bales. And, um, you know, you wonder, okay, is that person going to get off? Okay, he got out. He got up. He's okay. Um, I, did, I certainly didn't see anybody separate from a cart, which has always been my biggest fear in, in those kind of high-speed carting situations. Um, you know, overall, as events go, I thought this was a great event, and I wish I had video. There's two things that I regret about that weekend. One, that I didn't shoot any video, and the reason for that is I had just gotten a brand-new uh, Rebel XTI SLR, digital SLR. It was my first one, and I had a new zoom lens, and I was just itching to get outdoors and shoot with my brand new camera, my new lens, which I did. I shot a lot of photos. But the Rebel XTI, for those that don't know, those early Canon entry-level SLRs did not shoot video. They only shot stills. And the other thing was I did not have access to any of the buildings along the course, so I could not get sort of the bird's-eye view. Uh, my sister lives in Miami, or my sister lives in southern Florida, I should say, not Miami proper. But she, over the years, has had access to the Miami Grand Prix. And she said one of the big things down there is to get in some of the high-rise buildings and watch the race from above where you can see more than one corner and kind of have that bird's-eye view of the cars going around the course there in, in downtown Miami. And I thought about that after the event. It's like, wow, how much better would this have been if I could have got up in one of these office buildings and been looking down on the course from above? So those are the two regrets I have, but I'm really glad I went. Um, one of the things about the Rock Island Grand Prix is that it's Labor Day weekend. And traditionally, when I lived in the Midwest, um, I had a college buddy that lived in Chicago. And Labor Day weekend, I would often spend in Chicago at Soldier Field watching the Chicago Football Classic. And I don't remember what it was about 2008 that made me stay in Rock Island or in Moline, or in the Quad Cities. Um, and full disclosure, I lived in Moline. I did not live in Rock Island. Moline is in Rock Island County, but it's a different city. Um, that said, I I think I was broke, honestly, because Labor Day weekend, if I wasn't in Chicago and I wasn't in my race car, that probably means I was out of money. Or 2008... <clears throat> Fall of 2008, I might have been working on the car. That might have been when I started uh, rebuilding. The, actually, that was. Fall of 2008 is when I start, when I tore the engine out of, the, out of my 240 and started working on it uh, because it was May of 2009 that I moved. So the plan was to rebuild the engine over the winter and 
that kind of got messed up because the following spring, I I hadn't finished the car. It's so cold in the winter. I had a garage there, but it is so cold in the winter that even going in the garage, um, if your garage does not have heat and insulation, and I was living in a rental property, older house built in the um, 40s, and the garage had no insulation at all. There were places where you could, where the mice had chewed through, or the, the I won't say mice, I'll say chipmunks, ground squirrels, had chewed through the baseboards, and you could see daylight through some of the planks, so let alone insulation. Um, if it was minus 20 outside, it was minus 20 in the garage. And under those circumstances, you're not interested in working on cars. When it's that cold, um, the tools chill down. Once it gets below freezing and the tools are below freezing, you don't want to handle those tools anymore, even with gloves on. It's, it's just too cold. So I was not able to work on the car during the winter. During the fall months, I had started disassembling it. But um, spring came around, and I had just started working on the car again when I... Uh, and this is my fault because I applied for the job, but I ended up transferring to a different city. So I had to bolt the car back together enough to tow it up the highway to where I was moving to. Um, none of which has anything to do with the Rock Island Grand Prix. So let me get back on on topic. Um, the Rock Island Grand Prix, I thought was a great event. And it's the kind of thing where I've never lived anywhere else that had an actual motorsport event downtown on city streets uh and granted i've lived in smaller southern cities and not a big city like miami or or detroit or some of the places where they do street races but i'd certainly never heard of a professional karting street race so for that alone it was interesting for me to go and watch and and meet some of the people there and it was a good event i loved it like i said my only regrets were that i didn't shoot video and that I was not able to get up in some of the buildings along the course and get the bird's eye view. But otherwise, it was a great event. And um, I don't know if it's still going on or not. Looks like it is. They certainly had it in 2018. So I would say uh, if you are in the Midwest, if you're like a Chicago or St. Louis person, and you can drive to the Quad Cities and you know as a day trip, in three or four hours, I would certainly say Labor Day weekend, go check out the Rock Island Grand Prix. It's, it's quite the event. 